This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie and I am here with Susan and we are continuing with part six of Neville Goddard's The Power of Awareness, a conversation and highly energized discussion. (laughs) And, you know, I had to laugh because we're starting with uh, Chapter 17, All Things Are Possible, and from mm-hmm. our last discussion and the last parts that we go on, we, we talk about how to integrate it here, yet, you know, I look from the energy, you look mm-hmm. from the physical, and we go back and forth. And I just laughed out loud when we were starting to get involved yeah. with this chapter because the first sentence, he says that, you know, these principles outlined in the book have been proven time and time again by the personal experience of the author. So, <laughs> if you need any proof it I never says in this chapter I, not you I'm not saying anything else. personal yeah. I'm saying it says in this chapter 25 years he's applied these principles and he's had innumerable you know successes and it works and you know it's funny because I, I dog-eared I love books and I dog-eared this chapter mm-hmm. and I think when you're doing this work and you're looking at this book and you're trying to figure stuff out to really highlight this chapter I mean you could reread this chapter every day to get yourself mm-hmm. in the zone of just what it's all about and you know he says further down and I know we're trying not to read from the book but he says live your life in a sublime spirit of confidence and determination disregard appearance Mm-hmm. conditions, in fact, all evidences of your senses that deny the fulfillment of your desire. Rest in the assumption that you are already what you want to be, for in that determined assumption, you and your infinite being are merged in creative unity, and with your infinite being, in parentheses, God, all things are possible. God never fails. I mean, if you could just replay that. I was saying, that could be a mantra. You could, could say, it's so funny, because yeah. I noted the same thing. I'm like, you could use that as your mantra every day. Yep. You know, it's funny because it, as we go further down, I mean, this is a, a great chapter. It's kind of like, you know, when you're, I don't know, taking a long bike ride or you're doing a long walk and you just said, oh, there's a nice bench to sit on and you just absorb it all. And he talks about, you know, surrendering yourself to the ideal, you know, with, with what you want to create for your reality. And, you know, once again, I'm trying to be careful of my words because all our words mm. go into different arenas of, of definition. Mm. And I kind of laughed at that part too because the energy is just so wonderful and you know really instead of surrendering to everything that's going on out there social media the news what they say is going to happen you can people aren't going to be able to retire oh my gosh where are you going to get your money from you got to get a job I mean every day we always surrender to that stuff when we go into worry and we go into all this external subjective situations with our assumptions Mm -hmm. And instead, we just need to surrender to ourselves, you know, surrender ourselves to ourselves. Well, to our, to our, our, our ideal, right. our ideal. And it's interesting because, you know, the next chapter, of course, is be doers. And, you know, <laughs> I know you always say to me, I'm always like, what's the do? What's the do? And, you know, the interesting part is that the doing is this work. So that's mm. why when I even go into the how, it's, it's really to do this work because, you know, clearly, it's like he says, you deceive yourself by, quote, hearing only mm. when you expect your desire to be fulfilled through mere wishful thinking. 
you have to do the work of seeing yourself and acceptance and belief right. and all of that. And, and it's funny because that's the real work. And mm. that really is, is still very difficult. And I love for, that that's the only do. I mean, to clarify it, you know, simply, I'm going to use that word again. The only do is to keep the feeling of your wish fulfilled constantly alive in your consciousness. And that's the work. That's doing the work. Keep the wish fulfilled, constantly alive in your consciousness. And there's the do. There's the law of assumption. And, you know, going further down in, in this that be doers chapter, I mean, it's funny because he talks about, you know, I, I love to bring up this word because I, I talk about this is the key, but, you know, it's almost like this is the secret. You know, the real secret in it. I love your reaction to that because I agree with you on you know what mm. occurred with quote unquote the secret out there and you know when you discover that this is the key that you have and it's inside you I mean then then he goes into kind of the metaphor of you know it's the key to the treasure house and you should be like the good servant who by wise use multiplied by many times the talents entrusted to him and that talent, I mean, he's been kind of, you know, hinting at this, that, that all these things are available to us to utilize because we do them anyway. And that talent is, you know, the power to consciously use your assumption for yourself. So what I, of course, what I see in here, everything you see is, is interesting, but what I go to is on, at the end of the chapter, in the BE Doers, is... You know, what he says is your concept of yourself mm. can only be driven out of consciousness by another concept of yourself. So in terms of the do, and if you're, you know, sometimes when all else fails, when you're trying to get a certain, you know, concept out of your mind, the focus is to not even focus on it, just to focus on what you do want. It's so mm. funny. A lot of times, I think we try to say, how do I get these thoughts out of my head? You know, I have these ideas, these thoughts. Sometimes it's in just in letting them go. And he says it right here, just create the new thought. And by default, the old thought has to go. Mm. There's no room for both. Right. And I think that's pretty powerful right. to, you know, I think that's, you know, almost like psychology when people talk about things that happened in the past. And I know I go off in a little bit of a tangent, but I think it relates perfectly to, well, like, okay, well, you have to go back into what happened. You have to analyze it. You have to put it aside versus sometimes the new, the way of thinking of just create the new, what, where are you today? Where do you want to go? And whatever happens is, you know. Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun. And we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain. And we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the ebooks. Hey, Susan, the secret's out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, they can't tell from my accent, but probably from yours. Yeah, we're from Boston. But the really funny thing is, our stuff is all over. We have four podcast shows. You can find them on Spotify, and you can find them everywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay. And we have lots of books and ebooks on Amazon, and that's worldwide. So do you feel adventuresome? Sure. 
that's funny because you were talking about going off on a tangent, and I kind of did because it just floors me that, you know, how many of us really consider that we have created a concept of ourselves? And anytime I hear, hear that word concept, I can't help but think about, and this is where I'm going to go on a tangent, to Robin Williams. Because I remember when Robin Williams sadly died, um, Billy Crystal came out and did, you know, mm -hmm. an honorable program for him. And it was, you know, his the focus and the theme of it was Robin Williams, what a concept. And when you really start to accentuate that you do, in fact, have a concept of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I how many people can even get no, to I that? I think that's really a smart, that's really a, a great observation. I mean, when you really go yeah. to, you have, we all have concepts right. of ourselves. And we're going to stay there. Okay. We're not going to go to concepts of other people no, and no, concepts no, no, of things. We're going to go matter. right to the, the most important thing is you do have a concept oh, of yourself. Oh, you know what? Because our concept of someone else is nothing more than a mirror mm -hmm. image of our concept of ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's isn't where that jealousy wild? and anger mm -hmm. and and all of that comes in. Yeah, I know. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Yeah. I mean, that's a, and you and, and you know, take a second to really absorb that. You do have a concept of yourself. Mm. And if you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. If you know your life isn't working and you want to make changes and stuff, well, isn't that funny? You change the concept of yourself, and guess what? It kicks out that old concept. Well, it's it's here. He says he he refers to the soul as being the sum of mm -hmm. all of you. It's it's all of what you believe, think, feel, and accept is true of your. And I'm adding in of yourself. Mm -hmm. And how you see yourself is going to be a bigger part of of everything. If you're going to feel, you know, he's using the word feeling to put yourself in the space of of your desire achieved or your goal achieved mm. so what does that mean and he and, and i'm jumping ahead because he talks it, it doesn't mean about a bigger bank account it doesn't mean right. about a car right. it's really about the feeling and the concept you have of yourself mm. is what changes it's not you see yourself you know oh i have more money and i can it's it's none of that it's really your concept of that's where everything lies right it's not things it's not any of that no. right it's that part and you know that's hugely hugely powerful and there's no other word to say but powerful i mean and, and it's everything that all of us have it's not like you got to go out and buy it somewhere you have to you know undertake somebody's program or you know go get and a even, coach yeah exactly <laughs> even his his description of righteousness and sin mm. doesn't necessarily go into religious aspect it really goes into your your viewpoint your concept i'm going to use the word you're bringing in of yourself as he's he talks about it here the meaning of sin means to miss the mark not to attain your desire not to be the person you want to be is sinning so sinning and righteousness has nothing to do with whatever is described out there. It has everything to do with your concept of yourself. Right. And, you know, again, that has been kind of tarnished by exactly. religion and, you know, everything surrounding religion and sin and, you know, definitions in that arena. And what's really cool in this chapter on righteousness is that he, in, in other chapters as well, he has specific passages from the Bible, right. you know, quotes from the Bible, where you can see, and he attributes the words, you know, understanding what righteousness really means mm -hmm. in that context. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, 
out there could take it out and religion has has kind of defined it in a different way and yet for righteousness to not be the thing itself but it's the consciousness and the feeling of getting into that zone and that concept of the person you want to be and that's that's it it's kind of like your that's where your focus is that's where your tension is And you know what's interesting is there's many times that, you know, sometimes you hear a story of people from another country or a different cultural background and certain things that they do that we would define as sinning. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, just Christian viewpoint and I'm, I'm not trying to get into religion, but I'm just trying, even cultural you would look at something and say, oh my God, how can they do that? Yet, if you were in, in, brought up and a part of another culture, something that we here do might be considered sinning. Mm. So it really, even the idea of sin, if you take it from an outside viewpoint, if I'm going to take what I believe and project that onto someone else, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm. Because that person, maybe from a different culture, does something, and it's actually more, uh, it's, it's an honorable thing to do. Right. But I don't know it, and I think they're sinning. So it's, once again, the idea of sin is, it's, I mean, what, how do you define it? Every mm-hmm. culture has a different definition of what a sin would be. Mm-hmm. So in, in, and if you take it to the Bible and you think of it exactly like you're saying, the sin would be not to be fully who you are right. and who you choose to be. Right. And, and the idea of righteousness isn't, oh, and he talks about if you know you don't put yourself in happy, positive, and I'm using generic words, so just play with me on that, but that it's not righteous. It's not because, oh, you're not good, and I'm mm. using quotes, being defined by out there. It's because... If you have bad thoughts and you're doing things that are lower than really who you really are, I'm just going to throw out like you're out stealing. It's really not your highest and best. Mm. And it's not, well, it's bad and you're not supposed to do this. And I'm not going to get into the the religious cons, you know, discussion. But by taking something from someone else, you're not really being the best you you can be. Right. And therefore, that's why it's a sin. Mm. So righteousness isn't a, a, a determination of how things appear on the outside. It really is. Are you not being your best self? You're not bringing your best self forward. So therefore, it is a sin. You know, again, it, it pulls me back to the, the other chapters that we looked at in the middle crux there mm. that were just saying, you know, take all this stuff and use it for yourself. And you look at any of these interpretations when you, when you say that about, you know, religion and stuff, and you look at, I'm going to go here, where the Bible, how it has been interpreted, it's mm. more interpreted, you know, that example you gave was perfect based on looking out there mm-hmm. and what someone else is doing, and it is quote-unquote judgment. Yeah. And yet what he's saying is, you know, you look at these passages and what the words translate to is not looking out there, it's inside, mm-hmm. in the treasure house, yes. that you have a power and ability inside that you're not utilizing mm. for yourself and you're not utilizing in assumption and I think in you know going back to chapter 19 in essentials he goes mm-hmm. through like the, the various parts of you know how to use the law of assumption successfully 
Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we put it together in a journal. Ooh. Check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. Hey, it's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. It's a great experience as a writer to get feedback. And when you can turn around and use that feedback to make something even better, that's pretty cool. Susan and I wrote Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change. So many readers told us it was an intensely energized experience to absorb the book and integrate the work into their own lives to get clarity. Many asked for real examples to help process the energy. That's how Energetic Invocations series, a book of vibrational change, volumes 1 to 17, with Process This was born. And the rest is history. The journey is yours. The energy is yours. What are you waiting for? It's available in paperback and ebook on Amazon. And there's a lot of merit in understanding that, you know, he, he explicitly states, you know, first, you know, yearning, longing, intense burning desire have to be a part of it. And, and it's the funny part of that is when I think of those words, I mean, those are real personal words. Mm-hmm. Those are you, when you yearn for something, I mean, you, you go into, you know, what you, I'm not talking about things. I'm mm-hmm. talking about when you yearn for something, you go into your, the nature and the core of your soul and who you are. And, and what that stems from. And so these things are real personalized. And when he goes, goes into the, the second part, cultivate physical immobility, mm. it's funny because he completely goes mm. like outside of the physical mm-hmm. and goes right to the I energy. I knew you'd love that part. Right to the energy. <laughs> and it's just full force, mental force, and imagination and concentration. And then, you know, the last part, you know, the, I think the third one is what experience in your imagination, what you would experience in reality had you achieved your goal. And so you're surrendering yourself and imagining that possession. And once again, it's not a thing. It's not a thing at all. So that's one, one of the things that, you know, because we talk about all the different books that we read and, you know, that I always believe is one golden nugget and all the books that we've done Hmm. they're all really really powerful and and great and the golden nugget within this and in the whole book like you said we can we can almost discuss every line and we try to figure we took us a long time to figure out even how to discuss it because there was so much here is it is in feeling and it is in feeling who you are that's all of this is is feeling who you are Mm. strong powerful smart Mm -hmm. whatever the word is that you want to use i'm just throwing out adjectives is but it's in Mm. each one of these it's it's like you said it's not a thing it's not oh i'm I'm counting money it's Mm. it's not it's how do you feel when this is going when this is going on and and it's interesting because we talk about energy and 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 we've had a hard time sometimes defining energy in a different way because there is a feeling to it Mm. but it's not you know it it can be and it can be through hearing 
it could be seeing, it can be tasting, all of the senses, but it's a deeper understanding of the senses. And that's really where he is going with all of this. It's, it's not counting money. It's what are you feeling yeah. when that money is being counted? Is it you feel safe? Is it you feel secure? You feel at peace? Whatever it is. Yeah. Or I'm going to throw this in there for, you know, what if it's a feeling of disgust? You've got all this money and you feel disgust. What does that say? Mm. Are you really going to bring that into your... So, and, and the only reason I say it is that when you're talking about bringing something to fruition you have to also look at that feeling that we're talking about that really is the answer is that feeling so you know i'm kind of holding back on Mm -hmm. saying anything because you know and and this is a little teaser because after we finish this the power of awareness we're going to be talking about neville goddard's feeling is the secret and I was just blown away. You can find it online, prepare yourself, go into it. It's very small. You know, it's not that many pages. And it's always it the most powerful. is amazing. I, I mean, haven't it read really it. really is amazing. And I, I have, and I can't wait to look at it again not, so and to have the conversation. Who knows, we may have a different discussion. Well, no worries. It'll, it'll be coming up right after this one. And it's intriguing to me that that documentation he did, Feeling is the Secret, which really goes into feeling. Yes. I mean, you could see that you can pull out all these things and really go wild with them. And there's a real intensity to that and I think in this book with the power of awareness he really shares with us that you know there's nothing we have to do and and that's funny because in the free will chapter mm. you know the first he says you know everybody asks what should be done between the assumption yeah. of the wish fulfilled and its realization and the answer is nothing well and that's two things I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I agree with you but I'm gonna say two things number one is you have to be aware of your own basic concept of yourself, which is what he says. And number two, which is a big thing because it comes to time, is going from changing from I will be to I am. Mm-hmm. So those are really, and, and there's no, yeah, that's not are, a physical do. I know, I'm playing on words No, here. no, what's really it's, cool about that, that's a you do. It, that's a for you. That's, that has nothing to do with outside. Exactly. You don't have to vacuum and no, clean the house. Exactly. You don't have to go buy anything. You don't have to do right. anything. That is so like, but that is the do, that mm. is the to do, is those two things. Mm. Be aware, and if you're not happy with your concept of yourself, change it. Mm-hmm. And if you are, go even further into it and the other part which was huge for me and i'm being personal is going from i will i Mm. will be to i am Mm. i mean those are the two to do's that is the two huge things that i get so far i mean and 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 all the stuff we talked about helps when you're struggling we all have a day where we struggle in trying to do this you know whatever occurs Mm. and you feel like oh I'm just having such a hard day. How do I get back into that? And he gives awesome little things that you can do to help. But the only to do really is those two things. And, uh, you know, it's funny because at some point in the last podcast, you brought up a brilliant question. And I went further to say, you know, why would all this kind of be occurring there, you know, to fulfill the matrix and stuff? I mean, why wouldn't we take all our stuff and that the tools and faculties that we have and utilize mm-hmm. them with that power of awareness for ourselves. 
and you know I, I kind of threw out you know maybe the question is why and that's fascinating and you know he says here in the beginning of the free will chapter that it's a delusion that there's anything else we have to do right. you know I'm fine with just that statement I don't have to go into any further why I mean sure it can make a great movie and we could write a great <laughs> yeah. book and everything yet you know the, the two things that you just mentioned I mean really tied up nicely and just kind of doesn't it kind of give you a sense of relief I mean yeah, so really- I'm gonna I'm gonna read the last paragraph and then and that's gonna lead into the next um, podcast because this is a mouthful and a half the important thing to bear in mind is that you have infinite free will in choosing your assumptions but no power to determine conditions and events you can create nothing but your assumption determines what portion of creation you will experience so stay tuned Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.